This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries out of Bentonville, Arkansas. We are still at our staff retreat, as I mentioned last week, and uh, you got to hear from some of the the old guard, or I guess the younger generation would call them the old gangsters um, that have been part of this ministry for for a while. And uh, uh, I've got a collection of some other gangsters here that uh, are part of this ministry now. Uh, these guys are a little bit newer to the ministry than the guys I interviewed last week, but uh, nevertheless have a, have a calling and a perspective that I want you guys to hear. So let me introduce who I got here. I've got uh, Michael Doust, who's our newest regional director from DFW. Welcome, Michael. Um, then I'll go across over here. I got Josh Shirley. He's a, a new uh, director over in Bakersfield uh, with uh, Henry Schaefer and Les Piercy. Yeah. Welcome, Josh. Thanks for having me. You bet. Got Henry Gutierrez, who we've interviewed you before, Henry. So I just like to have you on every podcast that I can, you know, because you're fun. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, Henry's uh, he's a regional director in Costa Rica and it's blowing up down there. So I wanted to make sure you, you heard from Henry. So welcome, Henry. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm glad to be here again. Good. And then I got a new uh, face, Seth McMillan. Uh, he's one of the up and coming leaders over in the Central Coast over there where Jim Pennington Leads a charge uh, kind of in the Pismo Beach, Napomo, California area. So welcome, Seth. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. So, guys, we, uh, we're doing a staff retreat. And I think uh, two of you guys had never been to one of these and, and two have. But uh, talk about this week and kind of what, what you've witnessed in our staff um, and the culture, I guess, of, of this ministry. We've been around 21 years now. Um, so there's been a – and I've gotten to witness – I would say 16 of those 21 years. So I've gotten a little bit of a, a good perspective to see it kind of from the, not from the very beginning, but pretty close. Um, you guys are coming on in the last few years and and, that, and this is the first time for some of you just to kind of witness what are the staff guys like behind the scenes when they let their hair down a little bit, when they're not working, when they're just kind of just being real. I mean, not that they're not real all the time, but you know, so uh, just any impressions that you guys have had from the week. And I guess, Michael, I'll start with you since I introduced you first. So. Well, um, I was lucky enough to come last year, and um, I, I think the thing is, is that the first thing that popped into my head was um, when I first got involved with this, it was uh, start small, pray big, go deep. Uh-huh. And so starting that, that was a process that started in 2018, and it grew into 19, 20, 21. And 22 was the year that I actually came on staff. So um, it's just amazing to me uh, how that dynamic really works. And to see these guys reinforcing that with us, um, to follow the process um, is just, it's so reassuring. Mm -hmm. What, what What you see is what you get, what you're doing in the materials, what we do. And, um, to see how much they utilize it and guys saying, Hey, I need to do the journey regularly because it helps me is, uh, being around like-minded men. The staff guys even yeah. saying they lead journey groups, mm-hmm. you know, they're not just overseeing everything. They're actually in the, in the trenches with the guys. Right. 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 Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, and that's a hard dynamic for people to understand. We're not, and I mentioned it last week a little bit uh, on the podcast, but we we don't recruit our staff. We don't put job postings out there. We don't we don't you know try to go out and interview a bunch of guys and all that and say who the best candidate is. We let God do the picking and the raising up, and then we just come alongside what He's doing and and uh, recognize it and uh, confirm callings and then and ask guys to be part of it. You know, so so good. So uh, I guess Josh, you were second I introduced. So Josh Shirley, what? Any impressions of this week? Yeah, so this is my first one, and I didn't know necessarily what to expect other than coming here with a heart to seek the Lord and spend time with Him. Um, And what I've been able to do is do that, but then also be able to fellowship with these men that I have, you know, come to know through our Monday morning global prayer call. Mm -hmm. Um, But being able to spend time with them, see them in a different way and see how they're spending time with the Lord and their hunger and their thirst to continue to to grow with their intimacy with Him. It's been really neat to be able to watch uh, and see the heart of these men. I mean, getting to know their heart has been the most impactful part of this week for me um, to see this the genuineness of each man and their, how they came to know the Lord. We're getting to hear their, their story, getting to hear how the journey has impacted them and led them to where they are right now, being able to hear more of their, their personal life with their wife and their children, challenges there. It's just the authenticity. I mean, there is a true, genuine hunger and thirst for God um, and to serve Him with all of our heart. So. Mm. And I think you're our youngest guy here. How old are you, Josh? 39. 39, yeah. So we got lots of generation, multi-generations up to Rockies in his 70s. And yeah. so, uh, but but we all blend together great. You know, the yeah. age doesn't seem to matter that much, does it? Yeah. I've been loving just having random conversations with the different men and different, you know, uh, age groups and uh-huh. just gleaning wisdom from them. Yeah, it's been awesome. Good, good. Henry, you've been here a few or one other time, I guess, right? Yes, uh, I'm glad to be back here at uh, Orange Beach, and I'm glad to be uh, and see two new guys mm-hmm. in our staff, uh, Joshua and Seth. I spoke with Joshua, and I I I I felt in him that heart of a pastor. Good for him. He's 39. I was 39 when I was called to be a pastor for Hope Fellowship. <laughs> and since that day, I got new gray hair. <laughs> so you you don't get too accustomed to that black beard, yeah, okay? Gray's coming in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, I would say this week for me, uh, I will uh, use just one word. Yeah. I'm grateful. Mm. I had an, an incredible walk on the beach yesterday with uh, somebody who never stops talking uh, from Tulsa. Oh, I think <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I love that guy, <laughs> Frankie. And uh, we were talking about all this thing, and in a moment we had to stop and great. I mean, say grace. And when I was, you know, say grace to God immediately. This name came into, into my mind, Ron Froelich, mm-hmm. because guys like him 
were who made this thing possible. They are so important. And maybe those who are hearing us are just like him. Mm. Uh, maybe they're not, not here or and all are, you know, trenchers. What's that? Where, in, where in we the fight. Trenches. In, the, the, in trenches. the trenches, yes. Yeah. yes. But they are so important for what is going on with the journey in the world. They're, I, I have a better word, influencers. Mm. Yeah, Ron's an influencer. And, and a lot of these guys are fingerprints on everything, but name on nothing. You know, they're behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And Ron's one of those guys that doesn't want his name up in line. You know, he's, he's made such an impact, but you don't know who he is really. You know, he's yeah. just behind the scenes. But uh, yeah, he brought the journey to Costa Rica, which we've talked about that on another yeah, podcast. It's, it's yeah, it's been two years already. So it became part of this incredible moment and being here, hearing stories, uh, hearing testimonies, see the life of many changing, it's just amazing. Yeah. Thank God for that. Great. So Seth, uh, tell us your impressions. Uh, never come to one of these before, and uh, you're, you're just now coming alongside Jim on his board in Central Coast, and you know I think he's got big plans for you, I think, Mr. Pennington does, but uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think... Um, I think God's got big plans for all of us that are obedient. And that's really the word that um, comes to mind on, on this, uh, this retreat. You know, it was by obedience that I, I felt led to just say yes again to a call to a retreat that I knew nothing about um, in an organization that I had just become part of and provided a little bit of service for. Um, but it's given me so much in my life over the last just a couple of years, guys, and it means a lot to me. And that's that's why I'm willing to say yes to um, things around influencers and those men that have earned the, the privilege and the right to speak into my life and provide opportunities. Uh, the first thing that I really noticed when I when I got here is that, um, like like Josh said, there's authenticity here. Mm. You know, you hear these podcasts. I've been listening to them when I'm out gardening or doing something. I've got your voice and these other men's voices in my ears. And what's been great is I realized the stories that I've been touched by over the last year and a half of listening to these podcasts is I, I, I know your story before I know you mm -hmm. and I get to dive in a little bit. And sometimes there's been a few guys I hadn't remembered. Oh, that was your story. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And it, it's authentic to the bone. Um, what you hear on this podcast, what you hear out of Ryan's voice and the efforts that he's making to try and do outreach. It's the same that we're doing here on this retreat. Amen. Well, I like to think we practice what we preach, right? Uh, we don't just talk about abiding. We try to live it, you know, and, uh, and I, and I, Rocky set the tone for that early on, you know, he, he's fought against us becoming corporate, becoming, you know, getting too enamored with ourselves as it gets successful. And he's always kept it the main thing, the main thing, you know? And mm -hmm. uh, so we keep endeavoring to do that. And another thing we really believe is nurturing and protecting our leaders. And you guys, you know, you there's not a lot of people nurturing, protecting you guys. Now you guys are out there nurturing, protecting your guides and your guys on your boards and yeah. all that. And they know that the guys who, they know who they are, you know? Um, but uh, but not not a lot of guys are nurturing you guys, supporting you guys. So that's that's why we do these kind of things and helping you. And, and there's been a lot of treasures, a lot of nuggets, and all that coming out oh, yeah. from different guys. And yeah. I think when you get a lot of people who are abiding and put them together, it's like you get an abiding community. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's awesome. So uh, 
So let's quickly just talk about what's go, what you're up to and uh, kind of what's, you know, your view of this. A <laughs> while ago, Rocky said there's one parade going on, but we all have different vantage points to watch the parade. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we see it all a little bit differently, but it's one parade. Yeah. But we all have a little different seat to see it. So uh, what's your view of the parade, Michael, from DFW? So um, when we started, we started in our local church and we've raised, uh, say, 250 people have gone through just in our church alone and some others at other churches. And now we're starting to think, how do we get outside the walls of the church? Mm-hmm. So we've had um, a group start at the Toyota campus. Um, we've got uh, several other churches that are involved now, and we're looking for uh, expanding that. And how do we get more into the marketplace? How do we get more in places where people will feel uncomfortable coming to a church, but they might not to my home? Mm-hmm. or something like that. So for us, we're looking at those types of things and expansion moving yeah. forward. Yeah, and it just doesn't move as fast as we'd like, right? It's a, it's a slow, it's a crock pot, not a microwave. Yeah, the Lord um, start small, go deep, pray big. That's right. You know, That's right. and it, it, uh, it, when it happens in his time, it's just like your journey group. It is perfect. Yeah. Um, you see God bringing the men together that he wanted in there. And you get to experience that together. And so fortunate doesn't work. And uh, we went, just have to wait patiently and let people catch the vision and uh, try new things. And when it takes off, be willing to go for the ride. And it's going to be what he wants, uh, not necessarily what we want. Well, and I think we, we also, Rocky's been from day one, he felt like he was the only guy, you know, the only leader. And right. he was praying for God to raise up other godly men that could join him in this mission. And, and God's answered that prayer. You guys are an example of that. And Dallas-Fort Worth is just so prime and it's such a large area. I mean, who knows what he wants to do with it. Yeah. And out of those 200-some guys, I know there's leaders out there that are passionate, you know, just even waiting to be birthed even more, I think, probably yes. into leadership. Yeah. Well, good, good. Uh, Josh, you're out in the Wild West out there in Bakersfield. <laughs> Everyone's heard about Bakersfield and, you know, hundreds of thousands of guys, you know, on fire and all that stuff. What, what's your perspective of out there and what's going on and, and yeah. anything, you know, related to what we're doing here, too? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big question. Let's see <laughs> if I can unpack that. Yeah, it is. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking about as I was you know, praying and seeking God as to full-time ministry and coming into influencers when he made it clear that influencers was going to be the ministry that he called me into. I started praying specifically, God, what is it that you're wanting me to do? And uh, I believe he made it clear that a success in influencers and in journey for men and women um, would be that they would strengthen, we would equip the body of Christ. And in doing so, that's going to be strengthening the church. And how are we going to see that manifest? Well, we're going to see local churches starting to be influenced. We're going to see the grassroots and the it's going to be a bottom-up type uh, growth. Mm. And, and I've in just six months, I've been seeing God's hand upon this specific ministry as we're seeing that growth happen within these churches. And many pastors around Bakersfield are starting to notice that. And now they're willing to meet, they're willing to hear our heart that we're not trying to compete with the church, but we're here to come alongside the church to support them and to help strengthen and disciple 
the body of Christ. And in turn, that man of God will be thoroughly equipped, ready for every good work. And part of that is being a member, a healthy member that's serving that local church. Mm. And we're starting to see more and more of that. And these pastors are, are noticing it. And mm. so for me, that's the sign of success is, is where these men and women are starting to step outside of their comfort zone and they're serving and they're getting involved within their local church. Mm. Yeah. And you go, you're part of one of the biggest churches in Bakersfield, right? Yeah. For what I understand. And, and I know in the early days, they didn't fully understand what was going on. And you, you, God used you to be kind of a bridge yeah. into, to help them trust mm-hmm. that, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of here. Right. You know, cause they, cause you had relational equity with those guys and exactly. they trusted you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it, you know, it started in the marketplace. Rocky yeah. was always saying, this is a marketplace ministry. Right. But he always said, all these guys were touching in the marketplace. I'll go to church somewhere. That's right. And so it's going to kind of come through the back door That's of right. the church rather than the front door. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we always said, if we went and beaten on the doors of churches, with our briefcase and our PowerPoint presentation, we probably wouldn't get very far anyway. Exactly. You know, so it's much better if it just happens this way. But I think what you're saying is even a step further, being more intentional mm-hmm. as, as leadership in Bakersfield of, right. of helping build friendships and work with these pastors and all that. So yeah. that, that's good. Very good. Very good. Henry, what's your perspective from Latin America? Well, I am uh, so uh, grateful of the way that the Lord uh, uh, permitted us to go through through the churches because uh, uh, before to be part of a journey and the influencers uh, that allowed me to uh, be known by many pastors around our church and they realized by knowing us that we are not that we are harmless or that mm-hmm. we don't want anything from them that we are not their competition mm-hmm. so when we uh, sat down with them and talk and found out that they were doing good things like worship, preaching, uh, kids, women, but they were not discipling. And as they know, as uh, they came and said, you know what, we need help on discipling. And I said, well, this is what we do. <laughs> and and, and uh, they started to ask for help. And that's the way we are. And we are still working through the churches. One of the examples, good example of that is a pastor from Southside in the country, which is eight hours from my house, who I went and have had coffee with him and I explained to him what we do. And he called me back and said, you know what? We're doing everything good except making disciples. So, and he went through the journey with 12 of his leaders. And now he called me. He wants me to be introduced to all the pastors of his area. And the pastors asked him, but this guy, what does he want from us? And he said, nothing. He never asked me for anything. He's a crazy pastor that came eight hours driving from his house just to help us. And they say, okay, we really want to know this guy. So Jeremy is growing in the south side of Costa Rica Mm. because of the way God allowed us to get into the churches. Wow. Amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, Henry was a pastor for 20 years, and now he's a pastor, two pastors. And uh, and every every staff guy kind of brings their unique perspective from their background and the things that they're passionate about. And God already knew all that when he called them, you know, and so he uses that, you know, and it, and it changes the complexion. You know, and kind of like with you, you're starting with the pastors because you have a heart for these pastors. You know what it was like to be a, a lonely pastor oh, yes. with no help. 
you know. That experience is now so helpful for me and my wife to be ministering all kinds of things that our pastors are, are passing through that they cannot share with whoever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're mentoring them as well as helping teach them the journey as well. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Seth, what's your perspective? What's going on in the Central Coast? And uh, A lot of things that are going on around the world. Um, specifically within our church that so you guys talk about um, growing from going, coming in through the back door. Um, I kind of came in through the front door of the church and got mm. led to the journey. Mm. So I think it's pretty cool to see the other side of that, that Jim Pennington and uh, Pastor Steve Henry at Harvest Church and Ray Grandy. Uh, it's at their church and, and they promoted it. I uh, went to an M6 event out there and that's how I got introduced. So um, it's a marketplace ministry at, at its heart, uh, but it is getting into the church. Um, and I think that's that's another important area of focus. And um, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of need out there to be met. And, um, you know, we've just got a few guys here this week. Uh, we had a few guys a few months ago over in Tulsa, um, but we're going to need some more leaders. Uh, there's a lot of men that uh, and women that need to be led through and discipled. Uh, and, um, you know, the more that we can point to him through this this process of the journey, uh, the better leaders they're going to be for their household. Mm-hmm. You know, win over the man, you win over the household. And I, I truly believe that. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, lot of opportunity out there. The, the fields are white and um, Central Coast is no different. And uh, our region is still fairly small. It's pretty spread out, not near as large as Bakersfield. And um, the biggest challenge that I see um, as a reluctant leader is to make sure that this is spirit led. And uh, for me personally, not build in the systems and get get uh, so deep into that and, and lose the point of the mission. And I think that's where this retreat kind of comes back to the DNA. And um, yeah, I think, uh, I think this is a, a, an excellent tool that we can use uh, through the journey process. Influencers has got a, a wonderful heart. Mm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because you're an admin guy, so you could really, <laughs> and I am too. And I've I've had God said to check me many times and me wanting to go try to draw an org chart and try to figure out what we need to be doing that we're not doing, and you know, and it always just comes back to abide, and then you'll bear fruit. <laughs> well, yeah. there's one thing that's in common to all of us, and that's um, the fact that we went where we were invited. Yeah, and so. Um, if there's somebody out there that's listening to this, one of the takeaways is that, hey, pray, you know, pray and just realize it takes time sometimes for God to move somebody's heart, for mm-hmm. them to join you, uh, for somebody's heart to uh, want to co-guide with you, uh, for the men to soften their hearts, to come in to even be a journey group, let alone to grow one and then become a region or a champion or anything else like that. So that's all part of the process. And I think God does that to keep us dependent on him. You know, mm-hmm. that, that sign over the door, personal abandonment and absolute trust. Um, all of us at different levels in different places are all living that out every day, not only with ourselves, but also with our families and then wherever we are in the country. Yeah. And, and I want to bring up, this is just the last, we just have about five or six more minutes, but uh, we all as a, as a group went out and saw the Jesus Revolution movie. Mm-hmm. We got a, a preview last night and, and it really moved all of us in, in different ways. But uh, 
just this idea of of a movement of, of Jesus, you know, and 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 young people in particular being open to look what they're looking for is Jesus and they don't know it, you know, and, and we all, I think, felt like this culture is the same way, just like it was back in the 60s, 70s. And then not coincidentally, the Asbury revival is going on and we're hearing about, you know, these things spreading around college, uh, Christian college campuses and all that while we're here gathering and all that. So we've all been talking about, we feel a sense that God's stirring up. There's going to be more and more people looking for the next step. You know, they might get touched by God at a revival at a, at a big event or something like that, but there we feel like, and especially young people. So you guys have any thoughts about what we've been talking about, about the future of influencers and how we might help God might use us to help take these people where they're really trying to go. Any thoughts about that? Yeah, I had, um, it's, it's interesting when we first heard about that, our, uh, our pastor was talking about it and it still strikes me to this day about revival and you know, where, where does a revival start, you know, and, and that's in your own heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sure. without, that being completely dedicated to Christ and fully enabled, um, the revival isn't going to be genuine. You can't spread it to others unless you're fully invested, you're fully immersed and you're all in. And, um, so that's, that's where revival kind of hits back home. You know, I think it's really easy as a man and as a human, our flesh is wonderful. They should, but what, what about my own heart? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can change my own heart and then reveal that to others. And hopefully that'll help them see uh, something that they need, want and desire that they're not getting from the world and not getting from the, the media or from the material or from the relationship or whatever other vice that's that's pulling that way. It's it's Jesus in that heart. I'm thinking of the Michael Jackson song. It starts with the man in the mirror. Right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I won't sing for you. But no, thank you. If less than thank you, he would sing. Thank you very much. <laughs> but but you know, I think I was I guess I was thinking what Michael said too. Like you know, we're going to need more leaders. We're going to need you know. Um, it does start with us in yeah, our abiding sure. relationship. Uh, but I know there's a lot of people out there listening to this that uh, have been through the journey. And this is not a program you just check off and say, yeah, that was pretty good. I grew a lot during that season. Now I'm doing this program. Or, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, at least that's not our hope or heart. Our heart is it, yeah. it, it engages people to go help others mm-hmm. and share the good news, share the message. You know, I shared with you, Brian, what I got from the Lord a couple of days ago when I was resting on, on the on the sand and meditating. And I got these two words, naturally supernatural. And I, in my, what happened in the last two years in our ministry with influencers and the journey in Costa Rica, this is the kind of uh, words I will use to describe what, what's going on there. And I think that in a, a naturally, supernatural way, the Lord will lift up new leaders, those who will uh, try this and they will fall in love with this and they will raise their hands saying, I want to be one uh, influencer. So I want to be an influencer for 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 the closest one, you know, mm-hmm. because this is the way we are we are seeing it is it is happening, and I hope it's going to happen around the world too. Yeah, yeah, supernatural way. That's right, Josh. Do you think that influencers is a revival of sorts? What's Absolutely. happening? You did one hundred percent, and and one of the things that's on my heart right now is you know we just watched the Jesus revival or re- revolution. Uh-huh. We're we're talking about the Asbury revival. And all of these revivals that are breaking out across the country and praise God, because the spirit of God is awakening uh, those who are dead or those who are asleep. And that's what the revival does. But it cannot stop at just being a two year 
or what was the Jesus revolution? It was a four year, three year right. period. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, this revival in Asbury, which I just saw, I think yesterday they, they officially stopped it, which was the two week thing. It can't stop there because those are just moments. Those mm-hmm. are just, you know, a firework. Discipleship is long-term. Mm-hmm. Discipleship is what we, what Jesus commanded and commissioned us with and saying, go that next mile. Now let's start preparing these that the spirit has awakened or has rose and risen from the dead and now walk with them, feed them, tend them yeah. and help them to grow in their intimacy with me. Help them to see who I am so that it's, it's an ongoing fruit that will continue to bear and, uh, and will last. That's where my heart is, is discipling all of these who are coming to know Christ. Man, the next leg of the journey is that's where it really begins is growing in our walk with him. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of the story when uh, Jesus took Peter, James, and John up to the mount and and just this private moment, then he transfigured himself in front of them. And then Moses and Elijah show up. And I mean, it was an amazing move of the spirit and this holy moment. Yeah. And, you know, Peter didn't, he wanted to build some shelters and, yeah. hey, let's just stay here. Yeah. This is this is good. Yeah. And uh, Jesus was like, no, no, no. You know, and so I think, we get visions on the mountaintop, but we have to go live it out in the valleys. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where the work is to be done. And Jesus knew, no, I need you guys. I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to need you guys to go mm-hmm. take this to the people, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, and thank God for those moments yeah. of, of mountaintop experiences and revelation. Those are great. And they inspire us for the times when it's dark and you're not, not getting all those things, you know? So good. Well, unfortunately our time is up. We try to keep these to about 30 minutes, but, uh, but I, I, I'm encouraged by you guys being here and uh, thank you. I'm excited about the future of influencers. And uh, and again, just like we said last week, uh, who knows who's listening on here that might be a future part of this staff. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we just trust God's going to raise up the right people. So uh, I'm very encouraged since I was Rocky. So uh, thank you guys. Appreciate yeah, you. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, if you want to catch uh, any of the podcasts like last week that I was referencing, go to our uh Go to the website and go to the resources and then podcast tab and you'll you'll find all the all the old episodes uh, or on wherever you stream your your podcasts on Google, Spotify, Apple. We're we're out there as well. So all right. Well uh, we're not gonna sing the the Abide With Me song like Les did last week, but uh, <laughs> but I will sign off saying I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.